Super Talk Mississippi media production. Running a business is tough. If you're struggling with HR benefits and payroll, you're not alone. Many businesses just don't have the resources to keep up. That's where MWG Employer Services comes in. We provide a full range of employer services with everything from payroll to benefits to HR services and compliance and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. We're a Mississippi-based company that can help you focus on what you do best, growing your business. Call MWG Employer Services today at 601-206-7966 or go to MWG Employer Services You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Ah! Hello, good afternoon and welcome. Sports Talk Mississippi. And they make that in a uh, super expandable size there. Good for Man, you. That is, that's, it's tight. But no, it's good. It's good. Well, it won't loosen up any more than that? That is as, as wide as it's going to get. They don't make an extra wide Velcro visor? No. Here, look that way. We'll see the back. Oh, no, you can you can do better than that. Uh, this is as far as we're going. You can give yourself a little more space. I like this visor, though. We are coming to you today live from Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. Today was the first day that officially the Azaleas course was uh, reopened after extensive bunker work and some other maintenance, uh, not just on the golf course, but uh, in the pro shop, in the dining area with the rooms upstairs and just up the hill from where we are at the Dancing Rabbit Inn as well. Just great stuff. We're going to tell you about it as we move throughout the course of the show this afternoon. As always, coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios, but today quite literally in the Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort is the home of this beautiful facility where we sit right now on the veranda, the back porch, if you will, of the uh, clubhouse, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. If you are watching on Super Talk TV, you will see number nine green directly in uh, in the... What's the opposite of foreground? Background. Background. That's right. It's in the it's in the background, behind us. Behind us. Uh, Off to my left at about... like 9 o'clock, roughly, from where I sit is uh, the 18th green, and it's great. Uh, the, the the bunkers, the work that they've done here, reshaping them, new sand, just uh, the maintenance that is necessary over time at a golf course, it looks spectacular. Good to be with you. You can join us today on the C Spire text line, 601-879-4395. Brian Haydad why, uh, rocking his brand-new maroon rabbit visor. That's right. If it's too tight, I really think there's more room in the back for you to give yourself a little. No, I'm good. A little. I mean, does it look like my head's about to pop off? Or something? Yeah. Well, kind of. That's all the time. It looks, it looks like it's it's squeezing That's just it. a little bit. That's good. Uh, Michael That's good. Borky is running the rocket ship from inside Studio X today. We are sad that he is not with us. I know that this is one of his favorite places. And uh, Borky, I went in and I hit some. Uh, that I didn't bring clubs today. Didn't have time for that, so they loaned me a wedge, and so hit some uh, little pitch shots from about 50 yards out on number nine, 
and then kind of went up to the uh, top of the hill and missed the green three or four times coming into 18, so it uh, felt like a good day on the golf course. That sounds uh, like a typical one for you. Yeah, <laughs> I, maybe so. Don't hit any balls on the range, don't play around, and then go uh, hit a shot. into. The... Here's the good news. You, as you well know, there is, uh, there is water right of the green on 18. It is a downhill shot. There are not a lot of nice, flat, level lies coming into the uh, green, and so I missed, but I missed left. Uh, and, and so that was, that was the safe play without warming up and uh, not being a very good golfer. It was okay. It was uh, good all the way around. Um, we had baseball last night. Baseball in Starkville last night. And it was... Uh, I'm just going to be honest. I thought it was a pretty good baseball game. Yeah. And... I thought Mississippi State played well yeah. for a lot of the game, right up until the point that they didn't. And that's not piling on. That's not being unfair, I don't think. I don't think it's being ugly. It's like it's just rolling along, and State takes a lead, and then they tie it up, two-run home run. And giving up a two-run home run to tie it up, not really a big deal. Mm-hmm. Being 0-2 on the hitter and then going 3-2 and having him foul one off and then him hitting the home run, that's less good. You, you get it 0-2, you want to try and put a guy away. Uh, and then the game goes along, they fall behind. It just felt like there were some little things that happened in the course of the game where it's like that, that's, that was an unforced error. That was co- completely avoidable. And then it kind of snowballed them on them a little bit. It, it's two things can be true at the same time. Yeah. They lost again. That's 18 straight losses in SEC play. That's 0-7 this far in conference season. And yet, they, I felt like they took a big step forward last night. Makes you think they could win games this weekend. That this South Carolina team might, might be beatable. But Except for the fact that South Carolina now has its two best pitchers lined up to go over the next two days. It does. But Mississippi State played better last night. Did some little things right. The problem, as always, is they did too many little things wrong. And you know, defensively, they had eight walks and two hit batsmen, so they gave away ten free bases. Um, and then, you know, in terms of hitting, you know, twelve hits on the night, but the timely hits, hmm. the hits when you needed them, they weren't there for Mississippi State. And what three of those hits came in the ninth inning? Uh, so two, three. I think it was two, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, the um, the numbers are staggering. Eight walks, two hit by pitches, had two errors, got picked off at first and caught stealing at second, left eight on base, and gave up four stolen bases. You're not going to win too many games like that. you know. Even when you have 12 hits, even when you strike out 17 batters, you only use two pitchers. You just, there's just too much piling up on Mississippi State for them to be able to win games right now. And, and they just can't find their way forward. Borky, run through those numbers again. Eight walks, two hit by pitches, two errors, got picked off at first, caught stealing at second, left eight on base, and gave up four stolen bases. All right, so the eight walks, only two of those um, belong to, to Sanja, the uh, the starter. Gerangelo Sanja, five innings, six hits, three earned runs, two walks, nine strikeouts. Colby Holcomb out of the bullpen, he struck out eight. So that was a combined 17 strikeouts last night. There was some good on the mound, but he also walked six. Mm-hmm. And really was fortunate that the walks didn't burn him more than they actually did in that outing. It you you could have had a blow up inning, yeah, and you didn't have that last night. Um, you, you had South Carolina with two runs in the fifth and two runs in the seventh. 
You didn't have a there wasn't a seven spot that right. that the Gamecocks put up in the uh, in the game last night. Right. Colton Ledbetter had a good night, three for five with a couple of runs batted in. He had the two run home run. He hit the home run. Uh, the stolen base thing continues to be concerning because now it's not just Enrique Bradfield that's stealing bases, and I'm just using his and right. him as an example. Right. It's South Carolina's catcher. Yes. I mean, it, and it's not close. At this point, anybody on first can just go to second. It's almost like when we talk about a free pass, you get a double when you when you're we're playing Mississippi State. Yeah. Um, you said you thought there was something to build on. What's the because it feels like if that is the case, there is a very fine line between something to build on and just another night where you were close but didn't get it done, and now there are two more, and uh, oh, here it goes again. Right. I just just playing a, a competitive game, just having a game that you know you had the winning run at the plate in the ninth inning, chance to win the game, you know, with your with your best hitter, you know, with Hunter Hines there, chance to win the game. Uh, so you have that. I thought, you know, we talked to Colton Ledbetter after the game. I thought his attitude was fine. I thought, you know, there doesn't seem to be a lot of give up in that. And I, I just, you know, from a pitching perspective, you only used two guys yesterday. So you've got all your options basically available to you. They still haven't announced who's starting the game today. I figure it's either going to be Bradley Lofton or, or, or Landon Gartman. And you'll see some combination of those two guys, I would imagine, today. I just feel like you know State did enough last because maybe it's just the fact that they played a competitive game that I hadn't seen that in a while, and it's been five straight SEC games since they did that. Forky, so the the way you phrased it a second ago when we were talking about those numbers, I, I think staggering is the word that yeah. you used, and you were talking about staggering in a bad way when you kind of add all those things up and talk about not doing the little things. Did you take away a negative feeling last night from what Mississippi State did, or was there a positive, as Haydad's kind of alluding to? I like how you guys are softening after people say you're being too negative. Yeah. We haven't talked about, haven't talked about Southern yet. Hmm. Okay. Oh, that, that'll, um, yeah. But, but no, it's weird, right? Because they still did the things that led to losses. I mean, they did everything that has led to 18 consecutive SEC losses, but... I do see what Haydad saw. Like that's a good South Carolina team. That frankly they should have beaten last night. They they should have won the game and, and they didn't. But it's better than getting beat by twenty runs. I mean that, that is a step in the right direction, I guess. And and one of the the issues was situational. I'm sure we'll talk about it in a second. Up against a break here a little bit. But in a tie game in the sixth inning, you've got runners on first and third with nobody out, and you run into the first out of that inning where a double play ball would have taken the lead late in the first game of a must-have series, and instead, guy gets thrown out at second, think it was a strikeout and a flyout to follow, and first and third with nobody out leads to nothing, and then the next half inning, South Carolina hits a two-run bomb, ball game. I mean, just yeah. situationally, that, that was a big, big blunder there. And as a result, paired with everything else we mentioned, they lost a close game on a, you know, it was Thursday, but on a Friday night in the SEC. Uh, game one of a, an SEC series. We will talk more about this matchup coming up in just a little bit as they move toward game two tonight. Ole Miss and Texas A&M get set for uh, the start of their series in College Station. But when we come back, we will uh, visit with Chief Cyrus Spin. He is the uh, chief of the Mississippi Band of Choctaw Indians as we broadcast live from Pearl River Resort 
at Dancing Rabbit on Grand Reopening Day. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back with you after this. Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Do you ever get so excited that you just can't wait? Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams. I've been waiting my whole life for this. Don't touch that dial! Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back. Friday afternoon, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalk TV. There is not another place that we do the show with a prettier backdrop than what we have today behind us Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and it's a, a Dancing Rabbit Golf Club that has gotten a facelift. The Azalea Course directly behind us. You've got uh, the Oaks kind of over that direction as well. And the guy that knows a lot about this place in particular, uh, because he was one of the first employees, and that's the uh, chief of the Mississippi Band of Choctaw Indian, Cyrus Spin. He joins us right now. Always good to see you. Great Thanks for having you. us back again. Great to see you. I, if, if there was a way that we could do this every day, like, come to work, golf course in the background, I'm just signing up forever. I'm telling you, man. That's the, that's the job we need, right? That's not, it would not be bad. All right, so 1996, you went to work at Dancing Rabbit, and it was brand new, and it was, it was kind of unlike anything that had been seen in Mississippi at the time. Beyond, actually, it was before brand new because I worked here as a outside services, and there were still sawhorses down this foyer. Wow! So there was even the construction was not complete until midsummer. That I remember hauling furniture up to the second and third floor. So it, uh, you know, to see it, see it evolve uh, for the many years, uh, to be to know the many patrons, uh, some some you know stars that have come through yeah i remember brett Favre was still in his uh heyday with the packers you know driving up so here we were 18 year old guys like oh cool you know <laughs> you know jim gallagher jr was you know he was the p he was just hitting the pga and one of the finest people you'll ever meet jim exactly. gallagher jr yeah. and and our buddy steve azar exactly still out here all the time in those pants I'll tell you, I don't think they fit for me though. Well, Haydad was trying to get him to, to. He's like, "Where can I get a pair of those pants?" He's like, "You can't." And if I ever see you in them, I'm you're just gonna have to come out of them right then. <laughs> so uh, th- those are one of a kind for uh, for Steve Azar. Um, the reality is, when you have a facility like this, regardless of how nice it is on the day you op- it opens, after almost thirty years, it- it's time to do some things to to upgrade, to update, to make it a little bit nicer and help it continue to have that reputation it's kind of what you've done right with the with the clubhouse with the the suites upstairs with dancing rabbit in and with the golf course itself oh definitely you know dancing rabbit is a gem here hidden in the middle of the south yeah you know you, you put, people can drive down highway 16 here in mississippi and be like wow this is in Mississippi, mm-hmm. and we're, we're proud to say we're right here in Choctaw, Mississippi. We have this, you know. For myself, you know, as a child, I grew up in the woods. You go to number eight over here on the Zayas, and that's where my granny lived. And trust me, I remember where the chicken coop and where the horses and the mule stayed. That's incredible. That's incredible. Take us back to. Do, do you remember when this kind of started? When it became a dream? Uh, I guess. I guess Chief Martin was uh, was the chief at the time. Um, the the casinos had had started. Silver Star first. Golden Moon was was down the line. When when did they say you know what golf course needs to be a part of this? 
to make it a full-on resort. Well, I mean, you see it in just in other, other you go to Vegas, and, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of emulation of trying to bring that Vegas-style destination resort sure. here to the south, and, you know, hidden here in the hills of east-central Mississippi, and, you know, I remember when uh, hearing about it here, I was a 16, 17-year-old teenager living up here on our tribal lands, and hearing about Fazio and Pate, I'm like, who's that? Not knowing, you know, Jerry Pate is one of the finest golf, golfers. Yeah, no doubt. You know, so to see it again, you know, it, you know, and it's kind of ironic that we're sitting here in the in right in the first couple of weeks of spring. You yeah. Know. Unfortunately, the Zayas, the they were the, early this year, and the late frost just burned it. Yeah. So, but hey, it's, it's still without without the blooms, it's still a beauty. That's it's spectacular, beauty. and and completely redone the bunkers, so you've got the that white sand bunker effect against the green that uh, really is good. I, I snuck out. I don't think I would get thrown out for this. They they told me I could, and I hit some some wedge shots into nine. Went up on top of the hill, hit some shots into eighteen green. It's just, it's so good. No, it, not my it, golf it, swing, not my golf game, but the, but yeah. the the feeling is great. And and you know I'm not I'm not an expert at the golf golf uh, environment, but uh, the Billy Bunker system is what we installed here. Okay, uh, we did do the green side in a few fairways and done some adjustment and redesign, uh, and we'll be coming back soon to do the other the other fairway bunkers. But uh, the aesthetic view of it is phenomenal. Yeah, and, and not only that, uh, from from the feedback I've gotten from golfers. Have played uh, the system, that Billy Bunker system is they say it's very golfer friendly, and so you know for players like me that's not a very good and end up in, the, in, the, in those pits <laughs> more often than you would like. Uh, visiting with uh, Chief Cyrus Ben uh, with the Mississippi Band of Choctaw Indians as we broadcast live from Dancing Rabbit. So I, I've got kind of a, a business question for you. Um, we know how passionate people are about sports in the state of Mississippi. I know you're a massive sports fan. If you go to a Mississippi State game, you go to an Ole Miss game, you go to a Southern Miss game, you, you see Pearl River Resort branding. Tell me why it's been so important for uh, Pearl River Resort, generally the tribe as, as part of that, to partner with the schools in the state. Well, it, it's it's twofold. Uh, one, it's, it is a business marketing arm uh, to be able to get our name out in recognition, and you know, especially with a sports book business evolving into the gaming industry, uh, but it also gives us an opportunity as a tribe to allow people to know, hey. Perv Resort, Mississippi Band of Choctaw Indians. Outside the business realm of it, I think it gives us that opportunity to be able to get capture people's interest and say, oh, who is Perv Resort? And then you bring up the discussion of Mississippi Band of Choctaw Indians. And we've been right. blessed. Uh, first, we got to go to Ole Miss's women's basketball game where they were hosting number one South Carolina. Uh, just a couple weeks ago, we were at Mississippi State softball. And uh, next week, we'll be at Ole Miss softball to have Native American games. And so that gives an opportunity. And we and, and top it off, we've got some of our tribal youth that are playing at these universities and, and to be able to display not only their skill set, but just acknowledgement. Not only we're not just a business here, but we are a people with deep roots and culture here in Mississippi. It's, uh, it really is a, a fascinating, um, almost like a, a, a yin and a yang, the relationship between Mississippi Band of Choctaw Indians and the state of Mississippi. And, and that's interesting to me because I, I, I'm curious, you, you identify as a Mississippian. Right, I mean, yes. you you are. We are from Mississippi. We are Mississippians. We are part of the state. It's not like the uh, the Band of Choctaw Indians is a separate entity, but it is a, an entity that has its own unique 
culture and identity and can operate within this larger ecosystem that is Mississippi. That's correct. I don't know if I said that the right way or not. No, no, but we, I was trying we, to kind of tie all that no, together. No, no, we are. We are a sovereign, sovereign entity, uh, sovereign government. So in in essence, we are a state within a state. Yeah. And you know, you you mentioned uh, bringing it out where the acknowledgement of it where I had the opportunity where I got to serve on the commission in which we developed the new flag and incorporated yeah. the gold star into it to acknowledge the re again deep roots and history of this state there are so many great things what about did that this mean state. what did that mean for the tribe you know twofold again that one meant a lot to me you know I am a Mississippian right I, I'm proud Mississippian and to have that opportunity to to showcase and bring up that discussion what does that gold star stand for there's symbolism and everything and to know that before there was ever a statehood that there was our ancestors that were here right upon these lands what we call Mississippi but as you stated I do identify myself and I'm proud to be a Mississippian yeah I know you are and uh, I've seen that from you I've seen it from you at ball games I've seen it from you on the golf course it's a uh, it's a special thing. So, you you never sit still, right? I I have seen that from you as well. There's always something, you know. What's next? What what's next for the Mississippi Band of Choctaw Indians? So, when I ask you that question, how do you answer it in terms of the future for uh, for your tribal people and and for others within Mississippi? You know, I, I started into the political world at age 27. Uh, got elected as a tribal council representative, which is our legislative arm, right? And served two terms, eight years there. Uh, went back out into the uh, outside of political world. Uh, served as a president and uh, general manager for one of our charter corporations. Right. Uh, back into the business world, and then in 2019 stepped into this. And you know, growing up here, as I said, I roamed these woods as hunting as a child, and you know, I seen what uh, what was developed as you talked about in chief martin's uh reign and and his term uh to be able to develop the the economic development here whether if it was through gaming golfing uh water park and you know me now as a father an uncle uh just coaching youth and knowing the future generations is sure. they're depending on us and 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 i take great pride a mississippian but a great pride in being a mississippi banachalto indians member and what we do will help future generations but you talked about partnership uh, local government to government relationships that we, we, we coincidentally work together and it makes this community great. What's good for us is going to make the community even stronger and better. All right, last thing for you, personal question. What's your best round out here? Best, best, best scorecard round? I'm, I'm still trying to break 80. Okay. So. Okay, have you gotten close? Uh, one time, one time I flirted with it, but uh, you know, uh, the ball's, ball's got now. Now that the bunkers are fixed, I tell you what. There you go. It's, it, it's, that, it's, that it's the, going was, down this summer. That was a trick. I look, I, you don't have to hesitate when you say that. I, um, I've been playing golf since I was five. I love it. I've never been like a huge practicer, and I broke eighty-two summers ago for the first time. Yeah. It's a great feeling, too, exactly. when it happens. You're, you're trying not to think about it down the stretch. Like, just finish. Just keep playing well. Don't think about the scorecard. <laughs> it's great to be here. What a beautiful setting. Congratulations. Everything's turned out great, and it's uh, we appreciate your the, the relationship that we have with Pearl River. It's always great to have you. Uh, you know, timing of spring. Spring is great. We opened up the clubhouse today. It's great. Just on the reopening of Dancer Rabbit Inn. It's fantastic. So uh, you, by the way, can book your uh, your tea time or plan your trip online at dancinggrabbitgolf.com. Chief Cyrus Ben from the Mississippi Band of Choctaw Indians. We'll be right back. Communication system is a go. go. This, this is sports.
Sports Talk Mississippi, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Exactly. You hear us tell you about the Pearl River Resort Studio every single day. It's really cool to be here, and uh, we are very, very fortunate to have the relationship with uh, these guys that we do. Ryan over here, he he uh, he was a videographer earlier. He he's the one that had to. Yeah, you weren't here. You were kind of running late, which was. I mean, me being at an event before you is somewhat of a rarity. I was behind a gas truck. Is they were they were not they were taking their time. Yeah, I uh, I left a little earlier yeah. than normal today. I was I, I spent some time behind. A I knew you wanted truck. to get some shots in. So. In fact, I was behind a pulpwood truck rolling along. Uh, this was on Highway 15, and I'm going. I was actually talking to Jane. I was like, I've got to get around this truck, and I look like I'm about to pass, and then he pulls out in the left lane, and I'm like, what are we? I was like, oh, he's passing the guy in front of him that's going 40 uh, and a 55. That's my, always a pleasant surprise. My man in the pulpwood truck just, choo, he is gone. Yeah. So uh, it was it was great. Yeah. Uh, nice drive over. By the way, be weather aware today, especially north, northwest Mississippi. We've got the severe risk the stuff. Especially, uh, man. You yeah. need to be careful getting home. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we will all hope for the best. There was early let out from school in the, uh, the Oxford area where we are. Gosh. We know it was just a week ago when um, so many lives were changed so drastically and in some cases so permanently. Uh, by the uh, the tornadoes that came through last week, so we will hope for a reprieve this afternoon. But in the absence of that, we encourage you to uh, make sure you got a plan, right? Make sure that you know where you can go that is safe. Uh, you saw the pictures last week, the destruction of what happened in uh, in so many communities across the state of Mississippi. So just protect yourself, protect your family, and uh, try to avoid um, hmm. Try to avoid the loss of life and serious injury. I mean, the the stuff can be replaced. It's expensive and it's complicated, and we'll, but you can't replace lives. So uh, make sure that you've got a plan to uh, keep yourself, your family, and friends safe uh, this evening. Absolutely. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, Michael Borky, thanks for being with us. Gorgeous day right now. I mean, pull out the short pants. Well, we always wear shorts here. It's Friday. It's it's you know I I came in and you're wearing slacks. You're trying to one up me. That's okay. These are the thing I'm wearing. This fantastic genteel shirt it makes me look so good. Yeah, I got the genteel pants on too. Oh, feel good, don't they? Yeah, I want some of those shorts you keep talking about. I'm gonna have to look into that. We'll uh, we'll have to work on that. All right, then. See what we can. Uh, see have what we to can get that dang t- tanker loaded up again. <laughs> Let the people know that we need a, we need a double shipment. Jeez. You make the jokes. I will I, not. I, I refuse to. That. Yeah, it's fine. All right. What else on the ball game from last night? Mississippi State, South Carolina. South Carolina takes game one. We can do the micro. We can do the macro, right? I mean, you, you yeah. if we're doing macro, you said it a second ago. The fact of the matter is Mississippi State has now lost a bunch of games in a row in the SEC. I don't want to say the wrong number. 18? 18. 18. That's the final, that's that is- the final 11 of last year. Yeah. So they won game one at Missouri, mm-hmm. lost then, games two and three, and then swept, lost, the, last three swept the last three series, swept the first two series of this year, and then they lose game one to South that's Carolina. It. I mean, that's a really difficult number to wrap your head around, right? Yeah, you know, I could tell there was a little bit of frustration in Lexington mm-hmm. when Chris Lamonis was asked about that. Yeah. And he said, well, this team has lost 
two. Yeah. Or whatever the number was, was at this time. time. It wasn't yeah, you know, they haven't lost thirteen in a row. Right. And I and I thought that was a good point. But you could phrase that question, okay. You've lost eighteen in a row. Well, yes. I mean I suppose if you were really trying to get a sour reaction. Yeah, which you would. Uh but speaking but the, of sour reaction, we haven't mentioned that Chris Monas was ejected from the game last night. Yeah. Uh so the sequence was one two pitch that was really close that did not get called strike three. Mm-hmm. At bat extended two run home run with a little bit of a pimp job. There's some chirping. And he kind of lost his mind. I would have loved to have seen more of it. Television didn't show us everything. Right. Uh, there was kind of a, a late joint. I could tell that something was going on with the crowd as they were shut because it got like, the booze got louder and louder. And I was like, either we got a Tennessee situation where this young man for South Carolina just decided to flip off the crowd, or there's something else going on. More than likely, there's a coach arguing with an umpire right. or something. Yeah, and Lamonis had gotten tossed, and uh, second time in his career that that's happened at state or at period. State. Okay, at state. And, I mean, sometimes a coach will do that for motivation. I don't think his team needed motivation there. I think he was just genuinely frustrated with the umpiring. And I think the, 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 the way that the South Carolina players reacted there, I think, I think he, just, he just boiled over a little bit and uh, just lost his temper and decided to get run. See, I wasn't even entirely sure if it was because of the – the hold the bat, watch the ball, yeah. hold the bat while you run, toss it. I wasn't even sure that it was that. I think it's more the pitch. As the fact that he felt like there should have been a strikeout on the previous pitch. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm like putting myself inside his brain, like the little yeah. voice in his brain. And you're watching it, you're like, come on, man, you got to give us that pitch. And then on the next pitch, yak, two-run jack, and now I'm like, you got to be kidding me, man. My team doesn't do that many things well. And so you can't make it harder on us when we do something right. well and we deserve to get a, a positive result. And then it turns into a, now we're trailing in the game. We just gave up a two-run home run. Confidence is shaking. All of those things. And I just, I lose it. I think that's, that's probably a good, I, uh, a good look into it. That's probably a pretty educated guess as to what was going on in his head there. And, uh, you know, we talked to Jake Gotro after the game because when a coach gets ejected, you sure. know, doesn't do media. And Gotro was sort of like, well, you know, I, I don't want to, you know. I always want to ask, like, without costing yourself any money, tell me this. So, and it, I had, we had, like, a bunch of questions about the pitching, too, which I, and Gotro was like, well, I don't really know. So I felt kind of bad for him up there. I asked him, I don't know if you noticed this in the game, but uh, Gerangelo only threw right last night. Hmm. Never went left. Didn't have, he didn't even have the glove on. To switch, had, oh. just had a regular glove on, so was exclusively from the right hand side last night. And I, I asked, you know, do you know why? And he's like, eh, not really. So, which is a I mean, it's a convenient time to be a pitching coach. Well, I mean, it's I mean, the, the, the hitting coach. You know, he's like, not going to say why. He, of course, he knows why. He might know why. Of course, he but knows at the same why. Time, like it would be like me asking Zach Arnett last year. So, coach, you know, Will Rogers is doing. You know, what does he know? Yeah. It feels like hanging in the balance, really tonight, is the either all is lost yeah. or, well, eh, 
If, if they if bide they, your time and see what happens. If they lose tonight, I think they'll get swept. And if they win tonight, then all of a sudden it turns into okay. Well, then could you win on Sunday? Maybe take the series. You go to Alabama next week. They're beatable. Can you get two there? Can you get two there? You play Ole Miss after that, and I mean you've. you've well, probably, I mean we know that's not happening. But, I mean, uh, the other are we, things are all... Are we not looking at the last six years of our life here? Well, I mean, uh, yeah, you, you love looking in the rearview mirror. I understand. I know an Ole Miss fan. Uh, I understand. Uh, but anyway, I mean, that game, and it's at home. Those games are at home. That, those are, I mean, Ole Miss is 0-6 right now. We'll see what happens with them this weekend. Um, and then Auburn is not unwinnable. And then, of course, you have those four series at the end, which are... Yeah. Gonna, we'll just be generous and say they're going to be tough. But can you just find some 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 wins and just a little scrap of momentum to take into the stretch run? I don't know, but I think it definitely starts tonight. Yeah, Borky, you you co-sign on that that like kind of the the balance of the season is is like teetering on the edge tonight. Uh, yeah, I mean, starting going into an zero and six hole and making the postseason is at least in the last twenty years not happened. And now how many teams have fallen to 0-6? Not many, but uh, yeah, it has to happen immediately or else it's not going to happen at all. It has to happen today. You're not starting the season 1-8 and and salvaging anything considering what is on the back end of that schedule. We mentioned it yesterday. I mean, what is it? At LSU, Arkansas at home, at Tennessee, a nine-game stretch-up coming for this team? Uh, if, if a series is not won this weekend, if these next two games are not won... It is a 99.9% guarantee that they will not make the postseason. And even then, I mean, at 2-7, and seven, it's going to be really, really... Yeah, and, and when we say postseason, we're talking about a regional. We're not taking, talking about oh, the no. SEC tournament. Like, you might make the SEC tournament at 8-22. and 22. Maybe. I mean, maybe. I mean, whatever the number is. Yeah. 10-20, and 20, you're probably... Because it's 12 of the 14 yeah. that get in. Yeah. When we talk about postseason, we're talking about a tournament on oh, someone else's campus. Yeah. You're playing... You're, you're, a regional. You're in a regional. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Which is feels... such an incredibly low bar. That's such yeah. a low bar. Make a regional at Mississippi State, who pays it's more true. attention to baseball than basically anybody else in the country. It's true. I mean, it's like saying you're the head coach at you know Georgia. It's like just make a bowl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, football. Yeah. Just make a Carby. Just make a bowl this year. You're fine. Yeah. No. Which makes you wonder, like, did break off really happen? I know. It's like that. That that happened. Yeah. It's, uh, it is incredible. By the way, there are other places that care greatly, deeply yeah. about baseball. There's one in this state. Uh, there's another. Yeah, two more in this yeah, state. That's true. Yeah. Uh, also, oh God! Now they're it's, it's, it's you. It's you. Mute me. There I am again, carrying the load. Um, also to the state to our southwest. Did you see guys last night that LSU set a single game attendance record last night on a Thursday night? Hosting the Tennessee Vols. We'll be back. Sports Talk Mississippi. Do right here is go back. And now back to back to the sports. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. So let's get rolling on Super Talk Mississippi.
Welcome again, Sports Talk Mississippi, wrapping up the first hour of the show with you on a beautiful Friday afternoon, at least where we sit at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. It has been overcast, gray, cloudy. We uh, came on the air, the sun popped out directly behind us as we look out to number 18, green, just to uh, our left and directly behind us, just uh, like right in that camera shot, is uh, nine green as you uh, make the turn here. Uh, backdrop of the beautiful, beautiful clubhouse. And yeah, the incredible thing is, if, if you walk up 18 Fairway from the green and kind of look back down, I mean, it's just a gorgeous picture coming down the hill looking at the clubhouse. And then same thing for number nine. If you're out in the fairway in nine, kind of looking up to the green just off to your right, and you see this big back porch with the veranda and uh, the the porch up above as well on the second level. By the way, you hear me say all the time, you can plan your trip or book your tee time online at DancingRabbitGolf.com. I will admit to you that I have been speaking from a somewhat degree of ignorance Uh-oh. on this. No, no, this is this is a good thing though. Okay, like I I, I knew about the Dancing Rabbit Inn, yeah, it, which is a hotel, yeah. They, they, they and they've just done a renovation to it, and it's nicer than it's ever been. So it's got that. New car feel to it. Sure. Smell. Whole yeah. deal. So I knew that there were suites above us. Okay. Like you go up the grand staircase in the lobby of the, the Dancing Rabbit Pro Shop, but I'd never been up there. And there are eight rooms that all have king beds and big bathrooms with walk-in jacuzzi tubs and shower combo, and there's a closet, and all of them have a door that opens onto the porch the, the big, the I guess it's the veranda. I don't, maybe this is the veranda, that's the porch, whatever. Opens out onto a porch overlooking the golf course in different directions. All right. They just redid them. Okay. And when I tell you you could book your stay in one of the cottages or one of the uh, the rooms above the clubhouse, do yourself a favor and do it. It's so nice. Brand new furniture, new linens, new everything upstairs. There's a big common area. If you're thinking guys' golf trip, and you're going to do, like, let's say you got eight of you, you can book all eight rooms. And then you get this big common area where you can come out and you can have cocktails in the evening. You can tell stories. You can settle bets. You can hang out and watch TV, whatever it is that you want to do. Everybody retires to their own room. You walk outside on the porch. If you want to smoke a cigar, you can do that. Have a nightcap looking out over the golf course. You also, for each room, get your own private golf cart that you can take the back way to Philip M's. It's spectacular. I mean, it is a weekend getaway that is as good as you'll find anywhere, and it's right here in Choctaw, Mississippi at Pearl River Resort. So, I know that was a little bit long. That wasn't like a live read that I was supposed to do. I'm just telling you what I learned today and what I discovered, and that's that's happening. We can do a two-day remote here. What you're saying is... Ryan asked me, he's like, have you stayed here before? I was like, no. He's like, well, you should next time. I was like... As a matter of fact, I should. Let's make it happen. So, uh, yeah. That way we're speaking uh, from experience. Yeah, it's uh, it really is a, uh, a great setup. So, we in the 4 o'clock hour will get into the final four a little bit. That's tomorrow, two games, starting about 5 o'clock tomorrow night. We have six watching that. other baseball series. Yeah. Five others that get started tonight. LSU-Tennessee get started. Borky, did you watch some of that LSU-Tennessee game last night? Uh, a little bit of it, yeah. Just a... Very small amount, to be honest. What an environment. Yeah. Yeah, it looks pretty awesome. Cow. 
Anyway, over 13,000 there last night. And with LSU getting game one, I mean, a chance to yeah. get above it again. Yeah, and, and, and the fact is, LSU needs to win game one because every time they play in game one of a series, mm-hmm. they have the most dominant pitcher in college baseball yeah. in maybe a decade that is on the mound for them. And they lost game one last week mm-hmm. and then still managed to, managed to win the next two. Have you guys seen Dylan Cruz numbers? They're absurd. We're halfway through the baseball season. Halfway through. He's hitting 550. Had hit in every game. He is hitting uh, 772 when leading off an inning. And he's not their leadoff hitter. He doesn't bat in the leadoff. So just when he bats first in an inning... Second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth. He's hitting 770. Yeah, they're pretty good, if that's what you're trying to get me to say. That's a good baseball team down there in Baton Rouge. It is. It, it really, really is. Scary good. Yeah. But I don't think they're perfect either. Well, they're beatable. Yeah. But, but can you beat them twice in a weekend? That's Because that's what we're going to have to find out when we get into postseason play. That is, uh, that's what's coming up. Well, and maybe even in league play. I mean, somebody's going to slip up and they're going to get two from them. They're going to, they're going to think. I mean, we saw Arkansas do it a couple of years ago where they won every single series for the yeah. entire year. And you're like, that is so hard did to do. Did Tennessee win every series last year? E- I think they did. Yes. Okay. I so think they did. Straight years. Maybe, maybe well, maybe well they, they didn't win one series. Well, I, in the regular season, I meant. Obviously, the postseason. Yes. There was yes. that uh, super regional. Notre Dame would like a word. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at Super... Well, same thing for Arkansas two years ago. Um, Streaming at supertalk.fm, Supertalk TV. Four o'clock hour, coming up with you next. If it's sports in Mississippi, you'll hear about it here. Here, Sports Talk Mississippi. You like this show, huh? Yeah! Super Talk Mississippi. Where's Richard Cross? Nobody knows. I think he took off. Probably, probably playing nine. Probably three, four beers deep, if I had to guess. Oh wait, there he is. I miss anything? Uh, you missed the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I don't ever wanna feel. That wasn't that one. Okay. All right. Uh, go ahead. You were doing great. We're here live at Dancing Rabbit. They've they've reopened Dancing Rabbit, reopened the Azaleas, reopened the uh, Dancing Rabbit in here, and then we've been in the pro shop. Obviously, got, got my my contractual obligations. You have have been have been fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was my brown my no brown M and M's is what this was. That was on my rider. No like, brown like M and M's. If I showed up and there was no visor, I would have. You're I, required to have a maroon I, visor that doesn't fit your noggin. It fits. Eh. It fits. Eh. So it doesn't have to be maroon. It just happened. To, I got lucky on that one. Uh, Sports Talk Mississippi is brought to you in part by Genteel Apparel. You can find them online at genteelapparel.com. Genteel is the official apparel provider of Sports Talk Mississippi. They've got great golf shirts. They've also got pants and shorts and outerwear and swimwear. I actually stopped by the uh, the Genteel 
offices in Oxford today. We were just mm-hmm. kind of looking at some of the stuff that they had. And mm-hmm. uh, great swimming trunks. Yeah. Uh, a lot of different options there. So uh, And some really cool prints on the uh, golf shirts for the uh, the new spring. Plus, you've got the Collegiate Collection. Check them out online. GenteelApparel.com. Genteel, the official apparel provider of Sports Talk Mississippi. Um, do you guys want to stick with baseball or do you want to go to the Final Four? Let's stick with baseball for flow uh, because okay. th- there's another series starting tonight and the aforementioned um, lack of precedent, if you will. The uh, team starting 0-6 in the SEC, it's been like over two decades since uh, yeah. they've they've made the postseason. been a while, so Ole Miss has to win the, the series this weekend. If history is any indicator... Starting one and uh, or one and eight or zero and nine in the SEC will lead to them missing the postseason, which is not what you want after winning a national championship. Ask about half the state how I know that. Let me tell you, that is a true statement he just made. Yeah, it's, it's the truest thing he's ever said. And it's a gettable team. I know it's on the road. They changed their rotation up a little bit, but Ole Miss has got to get this one if they're going to get back on track and make the postseason. You know you're supposed to get Hunter Elliott back in a few weeks. We'll see how that goes, but you got to have this one. It, it is a series that you have to win, or else history is very, very, very against you moving forward. By that same token, though, Texas A&M is one and five. Yeah, and they're in the exact same boat basically as Ole Miss, and and they they know that if they're going to be two and seven after this, or you know one and eight if they got swept. It, it's it's just as bad for them. So these are two teams that are absolutely desperate for wins, and only one of them is going to get them. Jack Doherty going in uh, in game one tonight. He's two and two on the year with an ERA just a little over six, and he is facing off against uh, Nathan Detmer, junior right-hander who was highly thought of in baseball circles in the SEC coming into the year, and he's just been very okay. He's just been very okay for A and M so far. Xavier Rivas moves up from the game three roll to the game two roll this weekend. He will face off against freshman left-hander Justin Lampkin, who's one and two on the season. And then the uh, the third game, Ole Miss is uh, going to run JT Quinn out there, freshman right-hander who's three and zero on the year uh, with an ERA of about five and a half. And uh, Texas A&M, not sure who they're going to pitch yet. They're going TBA for game three. Okay. So... TBA, the workhorse of the SEC. Yeah, that that's what it looks like on the mound this weekend. You know, fair or unfair, it feels like we have looked at Ole Miss baseball this season and Mississippi State baseball this season through a different lens. The truth of the matter is, prior to last night, they had the same record in league play. Mm-hmm. And... The same issues that Borky was talking about earlier about making the postseason for Mississippi State after an 0-6 start exist for Ole Miss, as he was saying just a moment ago. And it's really hard for Texas A&M. I think you can look at Ole Miss, and maybe the reason that we're looking at the Rebels through a slightly different lens is because of what appears to be a more manageable route to some success in league play. And because of the fact that outside of the second game against Vanderbilt, they've been competitive mm-hmm. in all six of their SEC, in, in five of the six SEC games they've played. And, and then you also have to take into account they're the defending national champions. 
So you don't have this isn't a, a trend yet. It's not. It didn't happen last year. You also have to take into account they started off non-conference play really well. They were number. Well, they were in the top five when they went to Vanderbilt, right? Three, I think. They were number three in the nation, right? So there was no sign, no inkling that this was going to happen. They were going to collapse like this. And so, whereas with Mississippi State, they they had lost so many non-conference games, you sort of got the idea that they were going to struggle in conference play. So it's kind of out of nowhere for Ole Miss. Yeah. I don't know if I'd say it's out of nowhere though. I mean, if if you were being honest about this team, which we were, pitching was an issue. They just slugged their way to wins in the non-conference. Yeah. And what, to what, me, that's the biggest surprise, Borky, is that they've not hit as well as they... Uh, they, they have swung the bats poorly through two weeks. Like, I know... Well, I know well, the, the two Florida games, they didn't swing. They, they, they yeah, hit the but ball they still real. only had like eight hits in those games. They didn't have double-digit hits in either of those games. When now, you they score had some eight great runs and seven runs, you win those games. I understand. I understand, but I'm saying if if you're judging what the and yes, run production is all that really matters, right? How many runs do you score? But if you're saying that they're hitting 199 in league play, that's bad. It is really bad. When you pitch it as poorly as they do, it doesn't matter. You 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 have to win two games at home when you score eight and seven runs. You have to. It's the the issues with them are, are almost exclusively on the mound, and. Part of it is, you know, two of those those guys, these reliable one starter, one bullpen arm, they expect them to be back at some point. Now, yeah. I, I don't know if I would bank on Hunter Elliott coming back right away and just, like, dominating again. Maybe he does that. But it, it feels like, at least from some people that I, I talk to that are like, oh, when Elliott gets back, they're going to start cruising again. It's... Maybe he does. That, that, that's one piece. But, that, that's one piece, and the hole can't be so deep that there's no like ladder on earth that you can use to climb out of it. Right. And so how do they do that? Maybe Quinn's that guy. He's got to throw more strikes. Uh, maybe Rivas has figured it out. Jack Doherty's got to be better. I, I'd, but we saw this before this happened. It's well, We talked about it almost every week that, ah, you know, they're just – they're winning games, but they're not throwing enough strikes, or these guys aren't lasting long enough, and the Elliott injury is going to be a problem. How do they overcome it? Because last year we were having these same conversations about pitching, if you remember. Yeah. Mike Bianco didn't have his rotation figured out until the month of April. It was like two weeks into April when he uh, discovered or figured out or whatever that DeLucia and Elliott were going to be his one-two punch. But do they have anybody that's shown you the ability of what DeLucia and Elliott showed you before they became the permanent guys last year? I don't think so. You know, DeLucia had one outing last year. It was against UCF in like week two or week three where he looked really good. And you're like, oh. And then he just didn't pitch very well for six weeks after that. And then he turned into like the best pitcher on the face of the earth for the next month. or When it mattered, yeah. Yeah, when when it mattered. Um so, the the recipe tonight, just tonight specifically for Ole Miss, as it pertains to what they did in game one last week, which was game one of a doubleheader on Saturday, Jack Doherty's got to pitch like he did last week. Doherty pitched well. He pitched really well last week. And Mason Nichols has got to be good. Because Mason Nichols last week was not good. You, you don't expect Mason Nichols to cough up a three-run lead in the eighth inning because he's pitched on really – I mean, he, he got massive outs for Ole Miss in the College World Series a year ago. It's a big part of the reason. Maybe, maybe the most unsung reason for Ole Miss 
winning a national championship last year. Mason Nichols. Um, and he got hit it again. So if you think about the, the first game against Florida last week, Ole Miss hit it well enough. Their starting pitching was well enough, but there was good enough, but the bullpen let them down. There's no margin for error. Right? You you gotta swing it well enough. Jack's gotta be good, and then some combination of Mason Nichols and probably somebody else, because I don't think Jack Doherty's given you seven. Right. I think if you get five and a third from Jack Doherty, he has given you what he can give you based on what we've seen so far this year. Maybe you get lucky and you get six. You need somebody to bridge the gap, and then you're going to hand the ball to hopefully Mason Nichols to finish. I mean, it, it, it feels like, Borky, tell me this, perfect roadmap. Six innings tonight from Jack Doherty, two from Mitch Morrell, and one from Mason Nichols to finish it? That I mean, makes is that sense. the perfect roadmap? So we'll see. We'll see if that's the way it works out tonight for Ole Miss against Texas A&M in game one of a three-game series at Bluebell Park in College Station. We will continue with you after this on Sports Talk Mississippi. Let's look at the rest of the SEC when we come back. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. Thanks for being with us on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalk TV. Join our entire Supertalk Mississippi, uh, Super Mississippi team on Tuesday of next week as we broadcast from the Sally Kate Winters Family Services Center in West Point. That's on Tuesday from 6 a.m. until 6 p.m. as we promote Child Abuse Awareness Month. You'll hear stories throughout the day. Uh, about the organization and uh, can make donations that make a difference in the lives of children that need their services. Uh, last year was the first year we had been. And yeah. What a super impressive facility there at Sally Kate Winters in West Point. Yeah, really great. They do a lot of good work there. Really, really do. You, you get a double dose of me on Tuesday. I heard. You, you, you got, you're, you're, you're doing gala, so you're just going to nap between uh, uh, 9 and... Uh, I got the early shift and the late shift. Yeah, that's the uh, worst. I, uh, I'm planning on going and having lunch at Old Waverly. Good call. In between the two. That's You're welcome call. to join me. Well, I'm planning on having dinner at Anthony's, so I'll probably just do the one trip there. You can't do both? I don't know. I, I, I shouldn't do both. Well, I mean, you can splurge. When you've been doing well, you can have the occasional uh, no, cheat day. Uh, no, 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 no. no? I don't want to do cheat days. How, uh, I'll, I'll do cheat days when I'm at a weight that I'm like, okay, you, you look better. How have we, uh, where are we now in we're, terms we're of? We're 38 pounds down. 38? Mm-hmm. And that's since January 1? Mm-hmm. Worky, were you aware that this was happening? Yes, I was. Okay. We only, I only discovered it when Will brought it up one day on the show. So, very good. Thank you. Very good. It's a process. Keep on, keep on plugging. It's a process. I'm not going to try and get you to cheat. Not, not anymore. 
Country music superstar Morgan Wallen is coming to Oxford and Super Talk Mississippi is giving you a chance to win tickets. Just enter your name at one of the registration boxes located throughout the state. For example, register to win by going to Weathers Auto Supply in Tupelo, the old Coke plant in Brookhaven, or at Be Quick in Macomb for a full list of places that you can register. Visit supertalk.fm slash Morgan Wallen. It's all brought to you by First South Farm Credit, King's Daughters Medical Center, Jumpstart Test Prep, and Toyota of Brookhaven. Very good. You, have you registered? I have not, no. Is that not your jam? It is not. Hardy's going to be there. I know, and, and you know Robbie Falk and Hardy are actually really tight, but this is not for me. Really? Yeah. Like, like they're friends. Like, like they they text. Where? How do they get to know each other? Do they go to well, school together? He's from, uh, yeah, he's he's from the area. He's from okay. Louisville. Yeah. Oh, very good. Yeah. Very good. All right. So, talk about Mississippi State, South Carolina. Last night, LSU beat Tennessee five to two. That lineup for LSU scary. Yeah. It's just plain scary. He had three of the top probably five picks in the draft in, in, in that on that field last night because he also had Chase Dollander from, yeah. from Tennessee. Um, Auburn at Florida this weekend. Alabama at Arkansas. Missouri at Kentucky. That's a who's real series right there. The Missouri-Kentucky yeah. series? Who's for real? Ooh. Ooh, who wins that series? Neither team's sweeping. I think Kentucky wins. They're at you, home. You think Kentucky wins yeah. the series? I mean, Kentucky's are they five and one? I think that's right. Yes, they, they, are, they took yeah. two or three yeah. last week at Alabama. They're five and one in third place in the East. Yeah, because you get two, crazy. two, two undefeated. Well, teams. I guess yeah. Um, all right, so Auburn, Florida, Missouri, Kentucky, top twenty-five matchup. Mm-hmm. Georgia at Vandy. I mean, how would you like to be Georgia right now? Sitting at 0-6 in the SEC, and now you make your road trip to Vanderbilt. I mean, the, the whole Borky, not all 0-6s uh, are created equal. Vandy's won six in a row. Georgia's catching them at a good time. They're due. <laughs> They're due. I mean, think about it. So, Ole Miss is 0-6. They get swept by Vanderbilt and Florida, who have a combined ranking today of six. A combined ranking of six. Georgia has gotten swept by South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Nine, number nine. Who, who is better than anybody thought? Yeah, but they're not LSU, Florida, Vanderbilt. Right. Good. They're, they're just so they're not. a good team. Yeah. And uh, who did Georgia get swept by last week? It wasn't uh, Auburn. No, they didn't get swept in that though, did they? Yeah. Did they? Oh, then they got swept by Auburn. Yes, they were swept by Auburn last week. Hey. Should have won game one. Have you noticed yeah. something about all those series, That's by the way? a walk-off walk. What's that? There is one series that is not like the other. This weekend? This weekend, there is one SEC series that is not like the rest of them. Neither mm. team is ranked. There's only one series in the SEC this weekend that does not feature a ranked team. And it is the series between last year's national champion and a College World Series participant. You're using the D1 poll. The SEC like grabs rankings from anywhere they can because they've got number 22 Ole Miss at Texas A&M. Who yeah. has Ole Miss 22? I don't it's know. Colleg- it, I know. I know who it is. It's got to be collegiate baseball. Nah, no, that, that guy, guy hates Mike Bianco. He doesn't like Ole Miss. Oh, really? Yeah, they, Ole Miss has never given him information at the rate that other I people see. have. I think it's Baseball America. Yeah, well... Uh, or, or the coaches poll one. Teddy Cahill. In, uh, in D1, which is, yeah, the one I'm... 
Yeah, uh, of record. Uh, the what the the ranking of record. The series in the third week of conference play, the series featuring last year's national champion and a College World Series participant, is the only series without a ranked team this weekend. Yeah. That's crazy. I don't know that... It, I mean, it's accurate, I think. I If, if I was ranking teams, that's the, the way that I would go about Ole it. Ole shouldn't well. be ranked right now. There, there's no way no. they should be. And neither should they. in conference, no. No. Yeah. Um... Uh, this might be long games. I mean, I know the pitch clock is speeding things up, but neither team seems to pitch it particularly well. Yeah, and A&M's not afraid to go to the bullpen either. No. Good creep. They, I mean, it was like a merry-go-round of the bullpen watching their game against Texas the other night. Slosnick has so, got to slow it down however he possibly however he can. can yeah. yeah. But, I mean, if you look at the starters' numbers, Old Miss, if you can believe it, Old Miss's starting pitchers look better on paper than Texas A&M's. That's the kind of situation they're in right now. Yeah. So Chase Burns against Ty Floyd tonight in Baton Rouge. That's Tennessee LSU. Noah Hall against we don't know for Mississippi State. If they've re- I haven't seen it released. Unless it's and, and Noah Hall, by the way, is five and zero with a two point three five ERA, and is the reigning SEC pitcher of the week. And then they're going to throw Jack Mahoney in Game Three, who was. Really impressive when I saw him a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Arkansas. You know, that's a team that I don't know if they're any good. I don't know what to think about Arkansas. Right? They beat LSU in game one in Baton Rouge last Friday. They get pounded in the next two games. They're 4-2 and two in the league. I mean, their game one starter, remember they lost Peyton Paulette for the season, mm-hmm. is Ben Holland. Will Holland, somebody Holland, Hunter Holland. You'd never heard of him before. Sophomore right-hander, sorry, junior left-hander Hunter Holland. He's 4-0 and with an ERA just a hair below two. Shut up. I, I kept looking in the wrong place. I was looking in the wrong place. I mean, Damian Horn, they have had some significant pitching injuries. Yeah. Over the last few years. And you look up at the end of the year, and they're still there. Yeah. They are still there. It's a good program. Yeah, tough one for Auburn this weekend going on the road against Florida. They need to just get a win there and just just not get swept. Hey, Don't don't get swept on the road. Hey, quickly, give give me the results. All right, so we know that LSU is up 1-0. Yeah, they'll take that series. Tennessee will get one, though. Okay, Tennessee gets one. Yeah. South Carolina, Mississippi State. Borky, you going sweep? State coming from behind or South Carolina winning the series but not sweeping? South Carolina winning the series. State will get one, I think. Hey, Dad. I think South Carolina's going to sweep. I do, too. And I do because of their pitching. Yeah, I just, I mean, that, that, I just can't have any faith in them right now. There's just no reason to. Which one are they going to get, Borky? Are they going to get tonight or tomorrow? Tomorrow. Ooh. I'll make it interesting. Have a rubber game. Alabama at Arkansas. No, he said tomorrow. Oh, he said they would get tomorrow. No, he said South Carolina would get tomorrow. So that means State gets tomorrow. No, he was saying State was getting tomorrow. Oh, you're saying State gets tomorrow. Okay, never mind. State salvages one on game three of the weekend is what he is suggesting. I got you. Uh, Alabama at Arkansas. Hawks take two. Yep. Auburn at Florida. Florida sweeps. Sweep. Sweep. Uh, Georgia at Vandy. Vandy sweeps. 
and Georgia falls to nine and zero, and Vandy goes to nine and zero. I said that backwards. He did. Georgia no. falls to zero and nine. Yeah. Vandy goes to nine and up. Missouri at Kentucky. I just said I think Kentucky will get two. Ole Miss at Texas A and M. Most difficult one to predict. I for some reason think Ole Miss is winning two this weekend, and it's more like just because they have to. But I feel like A and M has to. So I'm yeah, gonna say A and M has to get two. Okay. Um. So that's what's happening this weekend in the SEC. Sports Talk Mississippi. Hey, did you guys hear a Yankee score yesterday? Oh, for God's sakes. Because they, they don't play today. But I know they opened the season yesterday. Yeah, we reported it I, on the air. I was off yesterday. Yeah. I, I didn't hear. You, you, have, you, have, you, know, you don't have an alert set for your phone? We'll be back. Sports Talk Mississippi in the Pearl River Resort Studios. This guy. Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. I ain't happy. I'm feeling glad I got sunshine in a bag. Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalk TV. I think some serious money just changed hands on 18. <laughs> I mean, they looked at those putts for a long time before they, they rolled them there at the very end. I think those were important putts, Borky, on 18 green. I don't know if you had a, uh, had a lone wolf that was big loser trying to get it back to zero or trying to avoid, you know, a big, big loser day. I'm not, I'm not sure exactly what happened. But uh, they they were grinding over the that six foot putt to end it. We're not putting any money on any putting putting today, are we? You and I. I would be more than happy to. <laughs> and I'm a bad putter. We'll see how it goes. Uh, we're, like next break, going straight to the putting green. Well, let's do the next big break. The 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 top of five o'clock hour. Borky, are you betting on me or Hey Dad in a putting contest? <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, that, that, that was a cute little laugh. I see it, how it, it is. Was, it was it's a fine. Two, no, no, it's fine. It was an A-B question. Uh, no, he, his laugh was, I know both of you are bad putters. He no, seemed to be putting, I, like, for real. I, I think it was It was more about... Uh, oh, I, it wasn't related to me. Sorry. It was no. just laughing at you. My bad. You know, it's just so one of you, you plays you golf and video. one of you doesn't. Yeah, That's you, all You watch the video. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Dude, it took you 17 putts to get it in from eight feet. Yeah, but that was that was when there was no money on the line. You know, got to got to focus. All right, so so what's the uh, what's the bet going to be? Ooh, I don't have that cross money, so let me think. So what what wait wait what's the what's the actual bet, and then I'll tell you how much money it's for. Hey, that's what I'm saying. What do you want to what, so what do you want it to be from 10 feet? I tell you what, let's do. We will establish a monetary value. I gave my son an idea the other day. I was like, look, man, you need to go, like, penny a putt stuff okay. with his buddies. Um, I was like, you want to be a better putter? I was like, if you're going to be a better golfer, you got to be a better putter. Do as I say, not as I do. Mm-hmm. I was like, so go set a ball down at five feet or eight feet or whatever, mm-hmm. and you get ten putts. Mm-hmm. And however many you make out of those ten versus however many your buddy makes out of his 10, mm-hmm. and whoever makes more mm-hmm. 
the other has to pay the difference, the value of the bet. So if you're playing penny a putt, mm-hmm. I make seven, you make four, you owe me thirty cents, oh, three cents, three cents, or whatever. The right. So is that what we want to do? Well, not for a penny though. Ah, well, name it. Ten dollars. Ten dollars a putt. Yeah. All right. We got some action, Borky. I'm just in a. I'm, I'm here at Gold. I'm here at the Pearl River Resort. I want to gamble. Okay. There's no crap table right next to me. So. All right. We're gonna have to. Uh, we're gonna have to get Alex out with the video so camera. We need our help. So we'll have some video evidence. Yeah. yeah. Uh, coming up in uh, in just a minute. Borky, you may literally have to carry that that fi- the, the college football fix. We might we might still be out there. Go for it. All right. Hey, uh, Michael Borky, how about a little stat of the day? Oh, this is a great stat of the day. I am so anti-get-this-player-out-of-this-franchise, but it usually applies to small markets, and Los Angeles isn't one, so I don't feel bad. Stat of the day, Shohei Otani last night was un... (laughs) You're not not ripping the best player off of the Brewers here. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Uh, We're not prying somebody out of Pittsburgh. Yeah. Carry on. Uh, O'Neal Cruz, by the way, hit a rocket yesterday. That guy's a spectacle. But anyway, Shohei Otani last night was excellent. Uh, What was it? Six complete, no runs, ten strikeouts. He is the first guy since 1901 with ten strikeouts or more and no runs allowed on opening day whose team lost the game. A player that had an outing like that on opening day was 26 and 0 since 1901 until last night where Otani completely shut down the Oakland A's and they lost the game anyway. I mean, I heard you say yesterday that in your mind the year 2000 was only 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking 122 years yeah. of baseball history. And the 26th time. Oh, they were 25 and, and 0. Excuse me. Yes, I said 26 and 0. They were 25 and 0 before last night. All right. So 25 and 0 in the last 122 years, when on opening day a pitcher strikes out 10 and allows no runs. Mm-hmm. Which stands to reason you should be 25 and 0 when you do that. There was a tweet about something like this last year. It was like. Every article that you read about the Angels is Mike Trout was three of five with two doubles and a home run, and Shohei Otani accomplished a feat that hadn't been done since 1926, as the Tigers beat the Angels six to two, you know, or something like that. It's just, it's just over and over. It's just every game. They both. I mean, I know you're talking about Otani. They both have to go. You can't keep Trout there either. I'm telling you, I've, I've said this before. I have watched live on television. Maybe seven at bats of Mike Trout in his career. This is the best player in baseball. Really? Yeah. Huh. I'm, I'm probably on the high end. Yeah. Of, of the average baseball fan. No. I'm just telling you, like, who's seeking out the Angels? Yeah. Have you seen this? No, Borky. Let's oh. talk about uh, Dodger Stadium. Oh, you, you haven't seen this yet? That we're gonna get live reaction. Oh, Richard, no. you haven't. Se- oh, you've got to watch, oh, watch this real time. Pull it up Here right it comes. now. Here it comes. All right. Here it comes. He has... Oh! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he, he didn't know what's coming. He didn't know what was coming. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> he got his clock cleaned. All right. Have you tweeted this from the Sports Talk Mississippi Twitter feed? I Porky? have not. All right. Let's get this out there. This is what we're <laughs> reacting to. Guy jumps over the outfield wall. 
ring in hand, yeah. ring box in hand, yeah. goes to one knee. He is looking to her in oh. the stands to propose, and then he gets plowed Dick by Butkus security. Jr. is the security guard. Terry there. Tate, office linebacker in real life. That is what the, the hit great. looks fake. It's so good. That was great that you had not seen that. I, you were just like, okay, so he's proposing, and what's, what's going like, to happen? I was convinced you guys were about to tell me, oh, we got a putter, we're good oh, to go. Oh, we got a stick. I was convinced you guys were about to tell me that she said no, and then... No. She said yes. Gracious. Oh, I hope she said yes after that. My gosh. She did. Yeah, she posted on Instagram that it as was a little unconventional. They're going to get married. She said All yes. All right. Let, let's have a conversation just for a second. Sure. Is this going to be about stadium proposals? Uh, no. Okay, no, actually, I'm not no. a fan of those. Actually, no. I would, um, I would relate the tackle of the clearly harmless non-streaker guy who's just trying to make a memory by proposing to his girlfriend. The, the way he was treated by security as he went onto the field. <laughs> I would I would relate that to, and this is a bad day to do this. Mm-hmm. Well, be careful then. Don't get don't get us canceled. This is a bad day to do this. Let, let me be don't, careful. Don't don't don't. Maybe just come up with another analogy real quick. We know the importance of meteorologists, especially on days where weather is severe. And this is one of those days where weather is severe. But there are times where the threat of severe weather is far larger than the actuality of severe weather. Mm-hmm. And all of the toys that the meteorologists have at their disposal, mm-hmm. that, that's fun for them. Yeah. They like to use those toys. Right. I think security guards, when people come onto the field... Their eyes light up. They like to pretend as if that they are Patrick Willis. Yeah. But that's the thing. So the question I'm asking is... And I'm not talking about assault charges or anything like that. The guy deserved to be taken off the field. He knew what he was getting into. Was the full-on form tackle... Followed by three guys cuffing him. Was that a little much? No. Fully deserved. You go on the field, you get what you deserve. It's as simple as that. You're just breaking the law. You're lucky you didn't get shot. Um, uh, Follow-up. Did you guys Have see you ever what... driven 56 and a 55? It is breaking the law. I'm just oh, lucky I didn't get shot. It is breaking the law. Okay. I'm just saying, in, in that situation, there's players out there. You don't know what that guy's doing. He It's clear. What he's doing? He could he's have a, asking he could a, have a woman bomb strapped around his his chest. You don't know. You come on. You don't know. No. Take him out. It's clear plus, what he is doing. Plus, he's a Dodgers fan. He deserved it. Okay, that's what this is about. Borky, you were going to say. Uh, follow up on that. So this is a, a little bit more um, nefarious than proposing on the field. But did you see what happened with Rendon last night? No. Walking off the field after the game, and there is an A's fan that um, is yelling obscenities at him. There was an A's fan? That's weird. I know, right? So so he reaches up and grabs his shirt and pulls him down and and is confronting this fan. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then let go and, like, kind of swiped to try to, like, slap him in the face and kind of swiped at him. You know? Rendon shouldn't do that. You you shouldn't put your hands on people. You shouldn't put your hands on fans. There's a better way to handle that. However, if you're going to be Mr. Tough Guy behind mm-hmm. a fence and yell mm-hmm. at a professional athlete obscenities like the fan was yelling at him last night, 
you kind of get what you get. If you'd have connected with that face hit, then, you know, you you deserve it. Rendon shouldn't do that, but you deserve it. And then there was the pseudo-streaker in uh, College Station on Tuesday night. You guys saw this? I saw that. Guy comes out of the stands. He's got one of those, like, rubber face masks on. He's Darth Maul. Okay, whatever. I don't even know who that is. And he's in his skivvies, and he runs all the way through the field, and nobody stops him. And he jumps the outfield wall. There's a guy waiting with a taser. With a... Cop waiting, taser pointed, and he's like, oh, my God. Smart man. You can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi. 888-808-8637 on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm just going to be honest. I'm a little nervous right now. So the last time we were here, well, like a year ago when we were here, hey, Dad, on the putting green, he, he dropped a ball down that was about 10 feet, and he could not make it go in the hole. I mean, like when I, I, put the, I shared the video on Instagram at the time. He probably putted it 12 times, and it finally went in, Borky. He and Alex, well, have, gone over, he and Alex have gone over to the practice green. We said, put it down at six feet. He was going to go ahead and roll ten putts. She's videoing it. I'm convinced that he's over there like rolling in eight of ten right now. I, I, I don't know why. There's no way. I don't think so. I don't think there's a way. Unless Collins Billy has given him a lesson. Collins Billy is the general manager of the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. and He joins us here uh, right now on the, uh, on the back porch of uh, Dancing Rabbit Golf Club with a newly renovated clubhouse. Newly renovated golf course, newly renovated Dancing Rabbit Inn just up the hill from where we are right now. Colin, so good to see you again. Hey, good seeing you again. How you been doing? I'm, I'm great, man. We have made it to golf season. I've been convincing people or trying to convince people for the last two months that we are in golf season and they need to come to Dancing Rabbit. But we are truly here now. Tomorrow's the 1st of April. It is here. Yes, Master's it is. Week coming up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a very exciting time for us. This is where we kind of kick off our season here. Uh, from here till maybe May, we're going to be just slammed with golfers all over the place. That's a good thing for us. Um, yeah. Like you mentioned before, we renovated everything here, the golf course itself, the clubhouse. So everything should run a lot smoother, a lot better, and be a little more accommodating for our patrons coming out. I checked out the rooms upstairs earlier. What a phenomenal job just kind of transforming them. Oh, yeah. it. You know, <clears throat> we brought in some... Uh, interior decorators that were willing to put their heads together and not you know cut each other out but they uh did a really good job of putting everything together the new furniture new carpet the color schemes in the rooms uh, wait just, wait they didn't consult you you weren't the interior decorator oh, that picked out the new furniture no, and all the no, no, okay. no that, i can't do that okay I, I just you know i could try but it wouldn't have been as good as it looks now all right stick to the golf side of things yes sir so so let's talk about the renovation of the course and, and what they did i know a lot of the work was focused on the bunkers tell us a little bit more about that uh yeah we we uh decided that we're gonna do uh two phases and redoing our bunkers on the golf course uh this phase we did all of our greenside bunkers yep uh, we went to the Better Billy Bunker system, which should uh, drain very well now. Describe to people what that is. Uh, basically, what that is is that's a better type of sand, uh, coarse sand. Uh, it'll filter the water through. The Better okay. Billy Bunker system itself is uh, 
gravel with polymer on top of it that lets the water run through a lot quicker, okay. a lot easier. Uh, be, should be easier on our drains so that they can drain properly and um, you know filter out all of that good stuff. Um, that in itself, and of course we went ahead and went with the Premier White, one of the best sands that we could get at, at this time. Uh, basically what that does is, you know, it's, it locks together, but it still filters the water a lot better than just the regular plain old sand that we've had in the past. And in terms of the aesthetic, when you're standing back, I mean, the the bunkers right now, if, if you're looking out at 18 or you're looking back to, well, you can't see one right there at 9, but at 18, it's the same contrast that you see between the green of the fairway and the greens and the, the white sand of the bunkers you see at Augusta. It oh, looks yeah. exactly the same. Exactly. Yeah. It's incredible. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Yes, it is. I, I, I laughed. I asked you a second ago, I was like, how did you feel about the uh, renovation? You said you were glad that it was over. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, we've been sitting here in one little space for three, four months now. Uh, you know, not having all of our amenities that we're used to or accustomed to here mm -hmm. was very challenging and that kind of took away from what we normally offer here um, so that was kind of tough because we want to provide as much services as we can and when you're hindered by renovations and stuff it's pretty tough to do Visiting with Collins Billy, he's the general manager at the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. Two 18-hole championship courses, the Azaleas, which officially reopened today, and the Oaks, which has gotten a lot of play over the last couple of months. It's been the only uh, option. T tell me about what people can do this spring if they want to bring a group, if they want to come, they want to set up a tee time, make it a weekend. What's the best plan? Uh, we have very good golf packages here, uh, individual packages, group packages. Um, all you have to do is just get on, get online, uh, do reservations through online. You can call our reservation team. Uh, you can even call our clubhouse. We'll help assist with doing all of that good stuff. Uh, just and that website's dancingrabbitgolf.com. Correct. Dancingrabbitgolf.com. And if uh, you go in the pro shop, you're going to see great selection. Some new hats in there that look fantastic. A uh, ton of golf shirts, got some golf clubs. You can rent clubs if you need to. It's the entire setup, and now all the construction's in the rearview mirror. Just get to enjoy golf. Oh, yes, we, yes, we will. We, we hope that uh, everybody will be able to come out and join us and uh, enjoy what we're offering now. It's going to be great. Better. Collins, always good to see you. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you. Collins Billy, who's the general manager here at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. Five o'clock hour coming up. That means college football fix. Food Friday, a little more baseball conversation. We'll get you ready for the Final Four, busy final hour of the show. Sports Talk Mississippi, live today. Pearl River Resort Studios as well, always, but we're at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and we'll be right back. Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi team with live reports from games and practices, plus exclusive interviews. Weekday afternoon, starting at 3 on supertalk.fm, the Supertalk Mississippi app, and always live on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. Eight thousand. Five 
o'clock hour on a Friday afternoon. Thank you for being with us. Alongside Brian Haydad, Michael Borky, I'm Richard Cross. This is Sports Talk Mississippi in the Pearl River Resort Studios. Today, we are set up on the back porch of the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club's newly renovated clubhouse, the upstairs area, all of the suites in uh, this facility are updated renovated brand new furniture flooring carpets redone bathrooms it is just fantastic uh putting greens aren't worth a crap you know you gotta you, that's, you're just gonna have to deal with that sorry yeah, this man won and he's he's, he's yeah. all right give your results uh i had i made three out of ten forky three out of ten which is honestly, considering how we saw him putt previously, not bad. From, from six feet, you said. Yeah, yeah, three of ten from six feet. You know, it's not bad. Yeah, for Put somebody that does line, not that, play, focus. that's not bad yeah. at all. Well, Richard plays a lot. How'd you do? I made four <laughs> from six feet. Yeah, I've never been happier to lose ten bucks a mile. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Or you had one that lipped out, three that like hung on the right edge. It was like I put it four times. For like I'm like, okay, this is a left edge putt. Why don't you putt it left edge? And then the fact that I'm not a very good putter just kind of snuck in. As I, didn't, well. I didn't let anything get in my head like that. Ah. I, just, I just hit you know, see ball, hit ball. Dude, I, I like I readily admit that I am a bad putter. I mean, I, I would admit that about myself too. Yeah. What what the, what's the PGA Tour make percentage from six feet, Borky? Oh, it's gonna be like eighty-five. I bet. Yeah, but you get much past that, yeah. and it's not. I bet. I believe it. Uh, Sports Talk Mississippi with you streaming at SuperTalk. Between six and seven feet is sixty-two percent. But okay, so that's not, that's not bad. But that's not on practice greens. That's in a tournament setting on the most difficult courses in the world with greens that are rolling at speeds that are hard to hey, keep up hey. with. You know, it's a little bit I different. I mean, the, I the, the guy that had no money on the line... I didn't need all the extra uh, yeah, particulars there. Right? Uh, there was money on the line, that's enough. Th- th- he he thought too- you did well. He thought I was terrible. Yeah, yeah, th- there are too many amateurs that think they play the same conditions... Uh, that if the pros ever, do. I played Harbortown twice to. in my life, for example, and once when it was not anywhere close to the Heritage, and then once uh, like a week after, and it's a different golf course. Totally, I mean, completely different than what the the pros play on. So that yeah. that number skewed a bit. It uh, it is. So we ever have the Haydad Cross Decathlon? You know, if you pick putting as one of your five events, I might I might have a chance to you steal feel, one from you. What would the other? What would your five events be? Wing eating, oh, uh, FIFA twenty three. Uh, no, 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 no. They they all have to be physical activities. That's a physical. You gotta, you no, gotta move the not. sticks. <laughs> no, it's not. It's an e-sport. Stop it. It's in the Olympics, isn't it? All right, Borky. All right, so so are we gonna do this? The, oh, the you want to do the hate ad cross? Uh, Decathlon. Yeah, uh, it should be like you know we should only do nine events so we can't tie. But the the last one is just beer drinking, and whoever is yeah. still standing at the end gets that one. No, one of them will plan. be the Wonderlick test. I know that's not a physical activity, but one of them will be mental as I, well. See, the Wonderlick test Richard, will be one what, of them. What Richard's going to do is make running one of them, so that when I die, when I fall over and, and from a by heart default, attack, I won. You, by default, you've won. Exactly. Right, so, what are the events in the Haydad Cross 
Decathlon? Well, the, I mean, I was. What, what's what's uh, nine? I don't nine. know. Octa. Octa is. Yeah. Octathlon NECA? would be eight. Yeah, okay. Whatever. You can do a decathlon and then there will be a tiebreaker. And, and huh? that'll be well, determined yeah, by somebody else. Okay. By Bork. It's going to be trial by combat. Okay, so what are the events? You went with wing eating, wing and eating. FIFA? FIFA. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, you're probably up 2 0. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the whole point. You're, you're going to pick events that you can win. Okay. Each of you like pick running. five events. Oof. I'm trying to think of what my other three would be. I mean, should we do like a. Uh, I bet I could do bench press with you. Like a. Yeah, you can bench press more than I can. Yeah. I'm sure. Um, like a fishing pull, like a, a casting. Oh, you'd win. Yeah, that's a good one for you. No, but I mean, that's not like I'm, I don't fish a lot. I don't fish at all. I haven't fished since I was a kid. Yeah, but you can cast a rod and reel, can't I'm you? I'm sure I could, but I don't know. I might, I might catch myself in the eye. Oh, which would kind of be funny. Yeah. <laughs> a, lot yeah of hu- a lot of humor potential in this, this this idea. I mean, there'll be a football throwing contest, right? Um, you got I'll me. Touch. That's good. That's good. I feel feel reasonably good about that. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. I might intervene here because, like, FIFA, eh, I mean, I guess if you guys want to do that. But I, I think it, sh- it should like be things like... the wing eating like contest is fine. Wing but eating, not free throws. Um, oh, yeah, we do free throws. We do free throws. An extra point. Yeah, put the ball where the, the kicker kicks from the extra point. Ooh. And, Ooh, at, and, and it's got to be a best out of ten on these, right? Right. I mean, yeah. it's, it's best yeah. out of ten free throws. We'll go to five for extra points. That's a lot of work. No, ten. Ten? Ten? You're kicking a football. Ten. You schmuck. Of course it's ten. It, it can't be ten because you can have a tie. you got to have an odd number. It's got to be nine or seven or, or five. Ten. Or eleven. What? I mean, if you make seven of ten and I make seven But if we both make five, of, then we go to a sudden that, death? But you get half a point for the decathlon. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. I see where you're going. I didn't know that. It's cumulative scoring, man. <laughs> All right. You get one point for a win, no points for a loss, and half a point for a draw. I said the Haydad Cross doesn't. We don't want draws. We want. We want. You, you get win. a half point. I mean, it's about the entire. It's the. It's the war, not the battle. This is going to be a war of attrition. Is what this is going to be. Perhaps. Is Southern Coop providing the wings? I do definitely going to feel win like case. Borky, and and I've got um, text line issues. Like we should probably open this up. We might to want to crowdsource yeah, a little bit on the ceasefire text line. You can be a part of this conversation at six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five again six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five. Give your business the edge with Gigabit Fiber Internet from Ceasefire Business, backed by world class IT experts. Uh, 601-879-4395. This is a bad idea. Somebody said shooting a bow and arrow off of an apple that is sitting on my head. So that... <laughs> is this um, a nerf deal? I, I'm William sorry. Tell Borky I, I just, hey, hold on a Seaspire experts that live where you do, and that's in Seaspire country. Seaspire.com slash business yeah, for more information. So, okay, yes. so we'll do free throws, 10 free throws, 10 field goals. Also, uh, you got throw strikes. From the pitcher's mound, 10 pitches, how many strikes versus no strikes. You don't have to throw the ball as hard as you can, just do you get it over the plate in a reasonable strike zone. So add that one there as well. Timeout. Just, just, uh, just a point of order here. I'm asking Ryan this question. I don't know exactly what the gaming laws are in Mississippi. Is there a scenario where we could make this available for the general population to gamble on the outcome of said decathlon? That's a Chris Hopwood question. I got, I I got to know what the the events are to set those odds. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. And I guess we would be excluded from being able to. I mean, you can't bet on yourself. I can't bet on myself. I, you can't be Pete Rose. Yeah. 
I took myself to win. All right, Borky, your pitches over the plate from the rubber. 60 feet, 6 inches. Yes, and not just strikes. over the plate. Got to be in the strike zone as well, like a full-on strike zone. I want, I want, I want you to set this up. You, I want Bianco. He's calling, he's calling strikes. He's calling balls and strikes. Okay. What uh, other sports can we incorporate? If we can do multiple maybe football, we, maybe baseball, we could if we just want, do them. But... Maybe we could just do them at Swayze and like set up a, a the the throw into a net. Yeah, behind the plate. Sure. Okay, and we'll take fee out. Okay, and, but we'll do soccer. You said you had a friend who was the the soccer coach. Oh yes, yeah. yeah. We need a keeper. We'll do penalty shots. Yep. Oh, I'll play goalie. I got this. Ooh. Oh, if he's playing, well, now we're gonna try to hit you, Borky. Oh, I missed again, but I got Borky right in the dome. Yeah, yeah, Mott will help us with you that. You guys okay. wouldn't kick it hard enough to where like, it would hit my head without me getting out of the way or blocking it. I, I don't know if we need an actual keeper. We may just need like three obstacles set up in front of the goal. <laughs> yeah. But because in the event that we were, we were to, and I know we're supposed to be doing the college football fix right now, driven well, we, by we, Ford. We got into something here, yeah. And your local Mississippi Ford dealers, log on to buyfordnow.com and find out why the best selling trucks are built for tough 46 straight years. That's how long F Series has been the number one selling truck in America. You can test drive the Ford F 150, the all new Ford Super Duty, or if you're looking for a pickup, check out the Ranger or the Maverick, all at your local Mississippi Ford dealers okay. today. So, like, everything we've picked is just, like, general athletic stuff, except for wing-eating, which right. is, like, my niche category. Yeah. You should be able to pick a niche category, something okay. that you know I can't win in. You're I mean, I don't feel like a- I have to rig the contest. Right. It doesn't really feel necessary. Are you a shooter? Do you, 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 guns? Uh... Sure, we, like can, I have, we can do some I target shooting. Gun since I, yeah, so that might be a good one for you. Okay, we can, uh, we can, do we want to, like... Ole Miss Rifle, get involved. Yeah. Um, do we want to do this with, like, a twenty-two, I would Or you, do we want to shoot pistols? You, I'll let you pick, because I don't have any... Well, I, like, I'm asking, which you prefer? Do you want to shoot a twenty-two pistol? The only gun I've we'll ever shot in my life is a twenty-two. So. Uh, and we'll, I'll let you pick whether we shoot pistol or, or rifle. Rifle, okay. That'll be your call. Okay. So we got a shooting range set up. No, no issues on that. Okay. Very good. Uh, we can raise money with this too. We could do. We could just. Oh, Palmer that, home. that actually could be. That could be fun. Can Instead I get of, out of wearing the? No. Well, might yeah, not, you might not. It might need not it. matter. You might not need it. Might the way things matter. are going. Food Friday coming up next. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams with live reports from the games and practices, plus exclusive interviews with coaches, players, and legends from the past. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. Our our decathlon has nine of ten categories filled. Right. I wish we had the text line. We could, we could. Borky, we got a, uh, we got a great suggestion during the break from uh, from Ryan Griffin, who is the marketing director and our good friend here at Pearl River Resort. He said that we should have an against the spread category. So one of the one of the ten decathlon categories, because we wanted some mental pieces to this as well. We're, we're both going to have to pick ten games against the spread, and whoever has the better. Winning percentage out of that will get either the point or the half point. All right, so here are our categories. Against the spread, wing eating, best of ten free throws, 
best of 10 extra points, best of 10 strikes, we're talking baseball, not bowling, uh, best of 10 putts, best of 10 soccer penalty kicks, Wonderlick, a rifle shooting something or other. We've got to work out the details on that. And then we need one more. And then we need a 10th category, and it's got to be a humdinger. Jello wrestling. No? <laughs> well, this got weird quick. Gross. <laughs> it's disgusting. Woo! Uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's let's pause that thought right Speaking now. Jello. Uh, by the way, by the way, hey, Ned, or uh, Borky, this is now uh, our, our decathlon is presented by Pearl River Resort. I'm told, so we'll uh, we'll figure this out along the way as well. Uh, it is time right now for a Food Friday, which is presented by Polk's Meat. Mississippi Company, polksmeat.com. That's the website. You can see all of their available products that you're going to look for when you go to your local grocery store. No buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polks. Whether you're looking for the original smoked sausage, the Cajun smoked sausage, the garlic and green onion, the uh, the cocktail smokies, maybe you are looking for the, uh, the biscuit size ham, to go in the skillet on a Saturday morning for the start of a great breakfast. They got you covered. Look for the yellow Polk's label with the big blue writing Polk's across it. And remember, no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Weather's going to cooperate this weekend. Yeah. Let me get with you. Tell me about the menu. Don't do it. Don't you dare say, oh, I'm going to be able to cook this weekend. Well, isn't, it, isn't this a wrestling weekend? I was about to say this is the biggest sporting event of the year. Well, it's, you it's can't like, have the biggest sporting event of the year without food. Right, you can't. Prepared on the grill. Nah, it's not on the grill. You schmuck. Is that on the grill? I've cooked out like the last six weekends in a row. No, you haven't. I have. You're just making stuff up. This guy. You know, getting, getting tired of salt and pepper on his pork chops over there. Yeah, salt and pepper on the hair, too, but whatever. <laughs> well, not right, as so, much as me, buddy. Yeah, so what do we got? What are we cooking? We're doing Italian this week. We're going to do, I got a bunch of people coming over. So Italian. Two trays of baked ziti. Got to do the, the Dude, little. are you going to do some of that Stouffer's lasagna this weekend, too? Uh, <laughs> one of these, one of these uh, categories is going to be a punch to the jaw if you don't stop it. Uh, and then I'm going to do, I, so I, I, I always want to do like some New York deli subs. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do chicken cutlets. Fried, little little prosciutto, little mozzarella, little fresh moots, little pesto on toasted roll. I'm fr- I'm doing that. They're gonna be good. I'm excited for this. You say you've always wanted to do that. Like, has there been something that has physically restrained you? I've just doing never done it. it. The, okay, just never done it. All right, fair enough. So, uh, Borky, that's for Sunday. Borky. Borky, Borky, Borky. What's the cooking plan for the weekend? I'm doing ribs tomorrow. If the weather ribs. holds off. Yeah, I, I like think ribs. we should have uh, a nice day after the, the storms come through. Uh, mm-hmm. And if they do, uh, I'm just going to follow the one of Malcolm Reed's many methods. But I, I like to put a little bit of spice in my rub, too. So I've got like the, the hottest slappy mama that I could find at the store that I'll mix in with my rub. The fire. To, yeah, just to give it a little something extra. Uh, but it's very simple: mustard binder, um, applewood, uh, or pecan wood. I mix it up. I don't really know the difference. Maybe I'm an amateur. But uh, three hours uh, spraying it's it down. It's very subtle, Borky. You're yeah. not. You're not. You know. 
spraying it down uh, with uh, half and half of apple juice and apple cider vinegar every hour and a half or so. And um, I, I won't wrap because I'm spraying, but four to five hours or so on 225 to 250 if I can keep it in that range, and they're good and done. That sounds great. Ribs are good. So mm. I mean, so simple and so good. Are you doing baby backs or St. Louis? I, I've never... This is crazy. I've never done St. Louis before, ever. They're good, yeah. They're good but oh, baby backs. Baby back, baby back, baby back, baby Ribs. Chilies! Dr. Evil. Uh, I have a I'll question. Take the baby. May I interrupt our, yes, our cooking segment to ask all of you a question? Do you like to win? I mean, yes is the answer. Are you a Southern Miss fan? You don't have to answer that one out loud. If you are, I would encourage you to listen right now because our friends at Polk's Meat are giving you a chance to throw out the first pitch. I see Ryan perking up over there to throw out the first pitch in an upcoming Southern Miss baseball game. How, you might ask, do you do that? Well, first of all, you need to be following Polk's Meek on Instagram. So, they want to know how you, hashtag SMTTT. So, here's what you do to enter. Follow Polk's Meek on Instagram. It's at Polk's Meek. Tag three friends. Post a photo of yourself showing us how you... Southern Miss to the top. You, you know, doing your Southern Miss thing. Uh, and then tag Polks in the post. It's that simple. Awesome. If uh, you share this particular post, uh, the one on Polks Meet announcing the Polks first pitch giveaway, uh, you'll get a bonus entry if you share that uh, in your story. The giveaway ends this Sunday night at midnight. The winner will be announced on Monday. So remember, if you are a Southern Miss baseball fan and you would like the opportunity to throw out the first pitch in an upcoming baseball game, courtesy of Polks, follow them on Instagram at Polks Meet, tag three friends, post a photo showing them how you, hashtag SMTTT, tag Polks in the post so they can see it and then get a bonus entry if you share the post to your story and you tag at Polks Meet. How cool is that? No doubt about it. Golden Eagles pick Polks. Well, yeah. There you go. Yeah, they do. There you go. Uh, birthday weekend for my father-in-law. All right. And The uh, legend. Obi. Yeah. The legend. Uh, yeah, so I was told that there would be a large family meal mm-hmm. on Saturday night. And you're in charge of it? At, well, at least partially. Okay. I'm supposed to be cooking steaks. Okay. So even though I've said that I was going to branch out a little bit, we're kind of just going back to the wheelhouse. And uh, gonna pick up some steaks, and uh, and do this. I, I, so we get twelve people that will be eating. Of those twelve, one, two, three, five of them are little people. Yeah. Um. So I'm thinking like eight to ten, ten ounce fillets, and I'll cook them and do the slice thing, and yeah. we'll do twice baked potatoes for everybody, and it's gonna be yummy. Sounds good. And it will all begin. With a sausage and cheese plate, that's a, a mix. That's a cross tradition. It is a cross tradition. Going to do some uh, some sliced cheddar. Going to put some pickles on there. Uh, have a little bit of uh, seasoning on top of it. You season it with seasoning. Yeah, season it with seasoning. I'm going to uh, going to do a package of Polk's Cajun mm-hmm. smoked sausage and a package of the garlic and green onion sausage. I got to go hit my meat ma- market manager up. Because we don't ever have the garlic and green onion. Oh, really? We always have the original, 
And we always have the Cajun, but yep. I can't ever get the garlic. I need, I need so to go talk good. to them. It is so good. I, always, I know I've had it. It's great. Yes. Yes. Hey, Borky, you're going to have to help me out with the text line. Uh, any cooking submissions that we need to get to? Going into the weekend. Uh, still getting filled up with suggestions for the decathlon, oh, by the way. Which I can't wait to get back to that also. Uh, yeah. yeah, and uh, Jason, for example, says you guys should do a brisket cooking contest, blind taste test. That's very subjective, though. Yeah. We get Malcolm Reed to judge. Uh, is it subjective? We're, doing, we're, doing a, well, we're not doing a brisket, though. That, that's, that's, we're doing pork butt. Let's think on that. All right. Let's think on that. Right. I actually like that idea myself. Um, Shaq Bully's doing oysters, sent us a picture of uh, oysters and redfish fillets on the grill that looks Ooh. fantastic. I wish you Gosh. had the thing now. Man, that sounds good. I'll get my that sounds so good. We're going to be looking at that. I'm getting the computer out. Uh, Jeff cool recommends a sumo wrestling match. Yeah, it's <laughs> all the food is getting buried in the. 1 0. Uh, hey, Dad. Kyle's doing bratwurst and homemade coleslaw. Sounds good. Yum. I'm grilling next week. I already know what I'm doing there. Yeah, Spencer and Terry says something about ghost pepper. How about the one chip? Uh-uh. I don't want to hurt after this. I don't want to die. The what? He wants us to do the one chip challenge. Oh, is that like the, the who can eat the hottest thing? Yeah, and suffer through that. I mean, how do you know who wins? Like the one who doesn't, you know... Somebody has to tap out. And there's no reversal of fortune? What's going on there? I don't, I don't know. You put a glass of milk in front of both of you, oh, you and whoever you goes for it first loses. Yeah, but that's the best way to get the heat out. Get that, a vanilla milkshake you... from uh, Chick-fil-A. Food oh, Friday brought to you by Polk's. You can visit them online at polksmeat.com. And remember, when you go to the grocery store, look for the yellow label because no buts about it, folks. Picky people. Pick Polks. We'll be back. Your news all the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm. This is Sports Talk Mississippi, right here on supertalk.fm, the Supertalk Mississippi app, and always live on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm, Supertalk TV, broadcasting live from the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. I feel like we owe Kenny and Wesson an apology. He says he literally rushed in and out to not miss the college football fix today, and then we didn't even do it. No, we did not. We started having some fun. We, we did. We had a we had a really good time. Um, I've already done the read, Borky. I guess I could do it again. Driven by Ford and your local Mississippi well, Ford dealers. Even just for a little bit. Yeah. Um, Barrett Salee. Scribe. Big fan of, or uh, Hey Dad's big fan of his. He's a friend. Yeah. Thought you didn't like him. Or is it other Mississippi State fans that don't like him? Mississippi State fans who don't know him don't like him. Yeah. He and I, we, we suffered together. So. Yes. Through what? Through V-Sporto. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. That wasn't, wasn't great, huh? No. 
Want to tell us more? No. College football fix. Ah, uh, Barrett Salee asked one question for each team. We will go through these in more detail on Monday, but give you something to kind of think about over the course of the weekend. Alabama, what will the offensive scheme look like? Which is a different question that a lot of people are asking about Alabama, who the quarterback will be. So in terms of depending on who the quarterback is, what is the scheme going to look like? For Arkansas, can the pass defense be fixed? It was an atrocity last year. <laughs> Borky likes to use the word atrocity, I love and it. I laugh every time he does it. They gave up 294.7 yards per game a season ago. Not good. Uh, Auburn, who will play quarterback? That's a good question. Different way of asking the exact same question at Florida. Is Graham Mertz the guy? And, and so I understand that, that, why Barrett said, what will the offensive scheme look like yeah. at Alabama? Because well, you can't say... The Florida question is missing a word. It should be why. Why what? is Graham Mertz the guy? Graham Mertz? Mm. Why? No, but the Alabama thing's different, though, right? Because they didn't make any stat... Or they did make an offensive coordinator change. And, and Tommy Reese is a run-the-dang-ball guy. At least that's what he was at Notre Dame. It's far uh, less explosive and far Funny more... Funny you should say that, Borky. <laughs> What? Go go ahead. You finish your thought. Yeah, just it's it's not near as explosive and high energy, at least when he was at Notre Dame, as opposed to what Alabama's been doing for the last what eight years or so, ten years. It is yeah. a philosophical change based on precedent, anyway. Unless Saban's asking him to change what he's comfortable with. Yeah. Georgia, what does the offense look like? There is a new offensive coordinator there. His name is not Todd Munkin. Unfortunately for Georgia fans, his name is Mike Bobo. Kentucky, this is what I was referencing a moment ago. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's funny, though. Uh, question about the Kentucky Wildcats. Will the Wildcats run the dang ball? Why would they run the ball more? They got, they got better at quarterback this offseason. Because they got... Oh, well, they don't have... No, they don't have Chris Rodriguez anymore. Or Cavassier Smoke. Uh, Cavassier Smoke at the portal. Yeah. They've got uh, Jutan McLean and Ray Davis. McLean. <clears throat> For LSU, can Jaden McDaniels become a superstar? Did he. Did he. What? Did he, did he change his name? You don't think he is a superstar? No, I think his name is Jaden Daniels. Is that not what I said? He said Jaden McDaniels. <laughs> did I say. <laughs> Have you not heard the commercials? He's gotten upgraded. He got an upgrade. <laughs> da, 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 da. Yeah, he signed an NIL da, deal. Da, da, da. It's, it, they've gone from, from the crispy chicken sandwich to calling it the McChicken. <laughs> the McDaniels. He's gone from Jaden Daniels to a, he has upgraded. He's, He's now Jaden McDaniels. He's the Big yes. Mac on campus. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Borky, the, the question for Mississippi State. What a great question. Who is Zach Arnett? I'll do you one better. Why is Zach Arnett? It, you know, what's funny, though, is it, I, I talk to people that aren't from here sometimes about college football, and, and I've, I've gotten that exact question. I was like, well, who is that guy? Where'd he come from? And I said he didn't come from anywhere. He was already at Mississippi State. So, um, I mean, that is something, and I've said this before, um, I, I'm a broken record. State fans are going to have to get used to people not expecting much from their football team going into this season. Yeah. Because nobody knows. Because it, it is exactly right. When you have a first-year head coach who's, I mean, we're talking about first-year 
being a head coach? Ever, ever head coach, yeah. yeah. You, you just, you, even bringing back what State brings back, you're not going to get a ton of preseason respect. Uh, at Missouri, can Luther Burden emerge as a true superstar? I'm surprised he stuck around. That's a guy I mean, you thought would have had. Huge transfer a, portal rumors there yeah, for him, and you would thought that that you know because I mean the other receiver from up there I forget his name transferred to Georgia, but Burden stuck it out. Uh, Ole Miss predictable question here: Who emerges as front runner in loaded starting quarterback competition? This is okay facing in the spring. Okay, okay, I can live with that though. I, I do like what he wrote in the next sentence. Lane Kiffin created the quarterback hunger games in the off season. <laughs> When he lured in Spencer Sanders from Oklahoma State and Walker Howard from LSU. South Carolina, where is the rushing attack? Okay, that's a fair question. Tennessee. Marshawn Lloyd was so underused on that team last year. Just criminally underused. Really good player. Tennessee, who will replace Hendon Hooker? Is that the best question we can ask for Tennessee? I mean, it's the biggest question if Milton. Yeah, but come on, Milton's gonna be the guy. It's almost like it's it's almost who's who's gonna replace Jalen Hyatt? Who's gonna catch twenty touchdowns this year? That's a that's a better question. Are yeah. they paying Joe Milton seven and a half million dollars though? Because I am a Lieva. They might be. I have no and idea. And I saw her face. I am a Lieva is getting seven and a half million dollars to. Borky, <laughs> you got to sing it if you're gonna if you're gonna do that. You have to sing it. Uh, no, but... Uh, I'll, t- I'll tee it up. Ready? Here we go. And then, then I, I saw her face. And I am a Lieva. Or something. Without a trace. But, hey, but this, is, this is one of the, the very few. Go because large. I am a Lieva. Nailed it. But this is one of those few places, and there's not many, where a guy that is expected apparently to ride the pine is getting millions and millions of dollars to do so. Well, the, look, the, the, the answer's simple. There's no pressure to play him unless Milton's not good. Yeah, I agree with that. If Milton's bad, the pressure becomes immense to play him. If Joe Milton comes out and plays like he did in the bowl game, like he did at the end of the season, with the level of efficiency and the accuracy that, that he showed, then no, there's no pressure. Yeah. Same thing A&M's in Texas. Clip. If yours is not perfect right away, it's going to be noisy. Yeah, but he's a third string, isn't he? Didn't they say Archie was a, or, no, no, Archie, he's in, but Arch. He's, he's in direct competition with yours. Yeah. That wasn't after the first spring practice. That's just the first practice, man. Come on. Texas A&M, will the Bobby Petrino experiment work? Is the experiment uh, how badly it's going to fail? And Vanderbilt, how will the Commodores fix their pass defense? Okay. Here's the thing about the will the Bobby Petrino experiment work. If you well, let gonna, it, We're it just going to never mind Vanderbilt? Okay, well, go I ahead. Mean, they did beat Florida. And Missouri. And uh, the, uh, Kentucky. Missouri beat them, I thought. I they, they, they were driving with the football and, right, and turned right. it over Kentucky, or yeah. like came you're right, short you're right, or whatever. You're right, you're right, you're right. But if if Jimbo uh, drops his ego, uh, impossible, and gets out of Petrino's way, it would work. This, this is a guy that has a pedigree as an offensive mind that is really good everywhere. Everywhere. He was, I mean, Missouri State scored in Fayetteville with him calling the plays. Yeah, he's a, a brilliant offensive mind. The issue is, will Jimbo let him be that? And I don't think that answer is yes, based on recent quotes. 
Jimbo has left it open for interpretation, no doubt. Yeah, it's, it's it said everybody's running the same thing, and it's just on the players to execute. Again, that's all the same offense. All the same offense. So then why did you hire Bobby Petrino if he's not doing anything different than you? Because somebody told him to, or they were going to pay Wouldn't him Wouldn't be the first time Ross Bjork uh, forced an offensive coordinator on somebody. I, I, no, I don't think that happened. I, I think he went out. I like. I think in 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 idea, like in theory, that's the word I'm looking for. In theory, I have a great joke about in theory. Can't tell it on the air. Huh. In theory, Jimbo wanted to go out and hire the best offensive coordinator he could get. But here's the thing: he didn't want to hire the best offensive coordinator that he could get so that he could have the best offensive coordinator. He wanted to hire the best offensive coordinator he could get so Ross and the fans and the donors would leave him alone. Yeah. He just isn't smart enough to keep his mouth shut till at least the season starts yeah. with regard to what he's going to allow the best offensive coordinator that he could get to do once hiring him and paying him big money. It's, uh, it's a thing. It's an interesting thing there in Bryan College Station, I believe they call it now. Brown with a Y. Sports Talk Mississippi. We will wrap it up with you next. Coming up in the Pearl River Resort Studios, live from Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. Sports Talk Mississippi. Your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. It's about time. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. This is normally the time when we are at the sports book at the Golden Moon Casino where our good buddy Chris Hopwood would sit down with us. He's the director of the sports book. But after working for uh, roughly 74 consecutive days, going back to the end of football season, uh, Mr. Hopwood actually got a day off. He is, he is not on the property premises, but he did ask me to remind you that the play-and-play play package is in effect. And that is a $50 wager at the Sportsbook at the Golden Moon Casino will yield you a $30 round of golf. And so you have an opportunity here to come out in, like, not the red at all. Yeah. Worst case scenario, you lose the bet Mm -hmm. with 10% juice on it, so you're down $55. Yeah. You play golf for thirty bucks. You're down eighty five dollars. You are still ahead. Yes. Of if you just walked in the pro shop, and you bought a round of golf. And so I simply ask you the question: Why wouldn't you? What are you, what are you waiting for? So you can play across the street at the Golden Moon mm-hmm. in the sports book, yeah. and then you can play here at Dancing Rabbit. Hey, uh, we, we joke around, we kid around, we have fun with it, but uh, would like to genuinely thank our friend Ryan Griffin who has once again been a spectacular host. Uh, he Got has been visor. a great partner with us on Sports Talk Mississippi and at Super Talk, and these are a lot of fun. They are. We, we, Houston and Alex and, and Gary make all the stuff behind the scenes happen. They're they always they, they, they do an unbelievable job. We give them a hard time. Houston McDave Goat. He's the goat. 
Again? They go do they do it again? Make Dave go. Dave, I called him that in, in media days too. He's he's I forgot he's, about that. He's the goat. So they're responsible for. I thought Houston was. He walked out. He goes. You know, all we had to do was go inside and set up a full backup camera broadcasting. We were ready for arrangement. Which, by the way, the last time we were out on the veranda on the corner, we, we made a mad dash during a break, and we finished the show in front of the fireplace in the big leather chairs. It was great. Yeah. But when, that he, was great. When, when he went to the trouble to set everything up, this turned into the most beautiful Friday afternoon at the Dancing Houston needs to just say we're not going to win any bets and we'll roll over to the casino real quick and make some money. Yes, t- tell me what else is not going to happen, and uh, we can do that. Uh, we want to remind you to be weather aware tonight. Please be safe. There's already been reports of some tornadoes in Arkansas. Uh, so just, just keep an eye. Just and, and maybe more than that, just for a second, drop to your knees and pray that it'll just miss us. Just We've done our deal with tornadoes and bad weather a week ago. Hopefully it can just miss us today. Yeah, and know what to do. I just read a story actually during the break about uh, a house in Arkansas that was destroyed. Uh, family survived though because they were all in the bathtub, and that and that's what saved them. So know it's where to go, to what bathroom, to do. Yeah. Um, it, you know, if you got batting helmets for the little ones, go ahead and put those on. It's little stuff like that. If if the the weatherman tells you a tornado is coming in your direction, so you already know what to do. You don't have to think about it in the moment. Yeah, yeah. have a plan. Yeah, we used to do that. We had the bicycle helmets for the kids. And maybe if the president has to visit a town next week, he'll remember what the name of the town is. Oh, perhaps. Maybe you don't host Gallo until Tuesday. Let's uh, let's calm down. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not calm. I'm not uncalm. Seems like it'd be a reasonable thing to remember where you are. Ah, you're asking a lot, eighty-seven year old guy or whatever he is. Who some say is the leader of the free world. Yeah, well, some say lots of things. Yeah. Uh, Georgia and Vandy are underway in Nashville. And Vandy. That's not good. Leads it 7 to 2. Kentucky. Bottom of the first in Lexington, the Batcats leading it 5 to 1 that over the them? Mizzou Tigers. And look at Auburn. Auburn out to a 2 nothing lead on the Florida Gators. Go, Auburn. Tennessee and LSU about to get started. South Carolina, Mississippi State about to get started. And Ole Miss, Texas A&M about to get started. Alabama, Arkansas start at 6.30. State did announce Landon Gartman will get the start for Mississippi State. Tonight. All right. Well, we wish him well. They need a, they need a good performance. Need a good performance on the hill. Need a good performance at the plate. Borky, we wish you well with your ribs this weekend. Appreciate that. Hey, Dad, we hope you enjoy your uh, Stouffer stovetop lasagna. Punchy, right? Smoked on the grill. I got a a minute and nine here. WrestleMania preview. Reigns over Rhodes. The champion retains. You didn't exactly use your entire minute, thankfully. I I figured I'd let you, you know, off the hook there. I did did a good bit of it. Well, today's Thunder and Lightning podcast, I did 43 minutes worth of WrestleMania preview. Yeah. Fantastic. Final four tomorrow. FAU eh, really. San Diego State at five oh nine. Miami at UConn or Miami and UConn to follow. Final four coming to you from Houston, Texas. Enjoy the final four this weekend. Enjoy your college baseball. Next week is Masters Week. Thanks for being with us from Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. Part of Pearl River Resort. Enjoy WrestleMania? Yeah, whatever. Hey! For my partner. 
Brian Haydad, my partner Michael Borky, I'm Richard Cross. Adios! Are you a business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll? MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff. MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to mwgemployerservices.com. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.